Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So, tonight we are going to talk about uh, icebergs, Bernie Gets, and the unsaid. There's a theory in storytelling. It has been around since storytelling first started, but it was Ernest Hemingway who gave it a name. And he called it the iceberg theory, the iceberg principle. The idea behind it, simply put, is that you can delete or omit any detail, any event, anything out of a story as long as you, the storyteller, knows it's supposed to be there. As long as you know it's supposed to be there and you're conscious of that, the rest of the details, the rest of the action will clue the reader or listener in and they'll fill in that gap, creates that subtext. Uh, It's a theory I definitely believe in. We talked about it when we were talking about Disney's Icy Princess. Queen, I guess. Elsa. You know, we did that video and in the comments section, after I said what I saw, Somebody's like, you know, I, I thought it was about somebody who was neuroatypical. Maybe. Certainly can be. There's also a theory called the death of the author. And what that basically means is once the storyteller puts it out there for public consumption, their intentions, their beliefs, what they planned, doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Only what's interpreted by the public is what matters. Toy subtext at times can be a little dangerous. Hemingway was a master of subtext. And subtext is great because a lot of times there are things you just can't talk about. You can't say it out loud. Sometimes it's because social norms dictate that you don't talk about those subjects. Sometimes it's because there's outright censorship. And sometimes it's just the climate of the time. In uh, 1984, not the story, the year, it was a scary time. It was a scary time. There aren't many points in American history that are like it. There was uh, ongoing trade issues. People were worried about trade deficits, foreign debts. There was uh, returning soldiers just come home. Our government being our government, that means we had a lot of uncared for homeless vets. Crack had just shown up. AIDS had just shown up. In New York City, 
crime rate was pretty high. It's, uh, can't think of many times like that in American history where you have that, that set of circumstances. And that brings us to Bernie Getz. He's a guy on a subway. And depending on the information you got at the time, when it first happened, four teens, older teens, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there, I'm not exactly sure of their ages. You have to look it up. There's a whole bunch of information on this. Well, either they came up to him to panhandle, or they came up to him to mug him. One of the two. Now, we know from later that at least one of the four admitted, yeah, that they were going to mug him. They thought he would be an easy target. Uh, they were wrong. He stood up. Bang, 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 bang. Injured four of them. And then fled. Took off. And when he took off, created that omission. Nobody knew what happened. So it had to be filled in with something. And that's when it started. Public opinion went back and forth, back and forth. Was he a hero or a psycho? It all depended on what you heard. They were teens. I can't believe that. Oh, they all had criminal records. Oh, they had sharpened screwdrivers. You know, before he fired that last time, he said, here, have another. Now, that's the stuff that went out. And there's more. But uh, a lot of that's not true. A lot of it was reported as fact, but not true. People were filling in the gaps because of the omission. They needed to fill in the gaps with something. And they tended to fill it in with stuff that supported their opinion, their preconceived notion, what they thought was going to happen. It's something that still happens today. When there is an absence of information, people don't look at wider pictures. They don't look at little bits of data and try to figure it out. They grasp for what they can find that will fill in the blanks to create a story they like. It's something we should be aware of because we are in a time just like 1984. Both of them. Subtext and those omissions, they can be great. They can be very powerful for illustrating the truth. They can also be very dangerous if you allow them, if you allow it to delude yourself and fill in the blanks in a way that allows you to not challenge what you believe. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.